Why, hello there. And welcome back to another episode of What's With You, Scooby. Regan Sweeney joins me for episode 121 to chat about the Laugh Olympics. I love this show. I think it's so unbelievably ridiculous and uh, stupid. <laughs> it also harkens back, I mean, like, in a weird way... <clears throat> This, like, Cartoon Network that I grew up with was Hanna-Barbera. And, you know, I mean, they were all sort of the promos of, like, all the characters hanging out. Like, Powerpuff Girls would hang out with, you know, Scooby-Doo and stuff. And I don't know. It was just something about, like, this, like, fictional reality of the network, like having its own logical like Marvel crossover style universe that just seemed even more ridiculous I don't know that makes me happy probably because it's a nostalgia thing right Uh, but uh, this episode is a lot of fun Regan and I talk about a whole lot of stuff as well as we stay fairly on topic which is kind of crazy uh, as well as uh, you'll find out at the end, Regan at the time did not have his social media game together, but he has since updated. You can find him at R A Sweeney S W E E N E Y Comedy. You can find that on Instagram and Facebook. Enough of this jibber jabber. As always, if you want to get in touch with the podcast, you can find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash what's with you, Scooby Doo. What's with you, Scooby Doo at gmail.com for the email at WWY Scooby Doo for Twitter and Instagram, as well as the dorky songs I write can be found at WWYSD.bandcamp.com, as well as merch at let's do this, L E T S D O O T H I S dot com slash merch. That is all. Thank you so much, as always, for listening to the podcast. And. Once again, to the podcast, let's do this. Whose was that? What's with you, Scooby-Doo? Take three. (laughs) This is going to be a challenge now. All right. Today on the podcast in the scooby I have Regan... So man, sworn to protect liberty, Sweeney. There we go. I like that one. I like that one. God damn, by the skin of my teeth. I can fit that on a business card. (laughs) (laughs) That would be an amazing in quotes, like you're handing the business card to somebody. Oh yeah, to to preferably an announcer at a ball, and then over the Reagan sworn to protect liberty, Sweeney (laughs) Esquire. No yeah, reason. They that, that wasn't written there. He just added that. <laughs> Everyone else was a lord and a lady. He's like, this guy has to have something. That's why. Monsignor. Ooh, Monsignor. <laughs> oh, these days, I don't know what to tell you want. Sounds uh, fancy. They're fine, though, right? They're not doing anything crazy. Uh, right? Not, father. I, there's no yeah, father involved. <laughs> That's how the kids end up at the church. There's no father. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> quick, quick. Uh, but uh, typewriters. <laughs> typewriter. Oh yeah. So yeah, when it's shitty weather out, like I don't mind. I don't mind 
I'm, it's like that the reverse mom's voice in my head. Like when it's nice out, like you should be outside. Yeah. It was crappy out. I'm like, ah, I don't feel I bad don't not being outside. Yeah. Okay. Do you get? Do you feel like a need to get outside? Like, do you hike or something out of obligation? I do, so no, I'm a. Uh, I I got my license last summer. I'm a licensed Maine sea kayak guide. So that's my summer outdoor stuff. So be- I take people on on kayak trips on the on the on the ocean. How do people find you? Do you have like a web page? Currently, right now, I'm working with Portland Paddle. Okay. So those they've okay. got an operations down, kind of like really plugging companies on this <laughs> plug, plug gig, uh, gigs. But yeah, there's um, they rent you know all the equipment you need and stuff, and then we have you go out with guides. And we do all sorts of different trips. I do an easy regular trip. We do. We go out to Fort Gorgeous all the time. Mm. Quick trip, hang out out there. I feel or like, like three or four day trips camping. It's fun. You like throw shit you, on a yeah, kayak. Yeah, you can load a whole bunch like, of stuff in there. Yeah. And yeah, go for like three or four days island hop. You ever have like a, you, you ever have like a, a, a Howell Thurston the Third situation like come where out where it's like stranded. Muffy, like <laughs> oh, it's touching me. You know. There, um, <laughs> Is the water wet? You know, do you get like that kind of thing? Only once we had people that, that really had no idea what was going on. Yeah. Like, I think they had come off one of the cruise ships <laughs> and they got in Just the Just Googled boat. Yeah. things to do. Yeah. Or they Alta Vista'd things to do. <laughs> Probably. So, like, at it that was point. like that was the first hit. Yeah. They're like, what's, what's to do in Portland on Yelp? <laughs> and, and, uh, yeah, it came up. And so they came over and they had. They had no clue. We put them in a tandem kayak, which is usually easier because they have two people paddling. But two people's weights. Sure. You have to but also two people's, in this instance, just wildly inconsistent paddling. <laughs> like, it was a little windy. So we're like, hey, just, you know, I had a group, I think, like six or seven different kayakers. And this couple was, you know, I pushed them out and I was getting other people out. And I turn around and look. And like within two minutes, they're just bashing up against the rocks. No, <laughs> I'm going to the right. I'm going to the right. You go to the left. They couldn't. They couldn't get any. I ended up towing them. Like I had to hook up a tow line to my boat and like tow them out. And I brought them back in. I was like, well, yeah, you're not going anywhere. Hey, I am so sorry. You are not good at this. <laughs> yeah, this is not a good situation. <laughs> this is not your thing. And don't no. worry about it. It's you. Yeah. You, <laughs> it's you. That was you trying are. to be so polite Ooh. about that. Like, <laughs> yeah. We got to pull the plug because you suck at this. <laughs> this is, yeah. There was no sugarcoating that. And it was obvious because they had five of the people at kayaks just watching this happen. Like, <laughs> oh, God. Like, how, how is this happening? Like, pan, too. Just like, ooh. Yeah. <laughs> For the listener, I pulled my collar like I was uh, uh, Nelson, whatever. Um, so, typically, we start off a little history lesson, a little getting to know you. Uh, yeah. How, if at all, did you come to our Lord and Savior Scooby Doo? Um, I watched a bunch of it as a kid, like, afternoon comics yeah that was yeah it was on then okay let me reruns um Did you I watch a, a lot of tv no not really be like yeah. after school stuff we'd watch like some cartoons and stuff i think i watch more tv now than i did as a kid yeah like we didn't have cable growing up i okay. had to go across the street with my friend if <laughs> he had cable nice so it was a so lot it was of like, like a treat yeah yeah okay what were the were there things that you sought out to watch where you were like hey uh, uh, Dan, what are you up to, man? Um, you want to hang out? And then you go over to his house and turn on the TV. Voltron. Voltron. Voltron was the one that, yeah, we were like, we had to make sure okay. we were on time for that one. <laughs> Some He-Man. Okay. But Voltron, yeah, that was the one I remember. The classic 80s selling toys cartoon. Yes. 
selling multiple because he had to get all five of them to to build the or like the thirty car one, but that was <laughs> that was just kind of way too complicated. Well, that one was ridiculous. Right. Yeah. Yeah. They tried that. They tried to carry that into the nineties, uh, and I wanted it and my parents weren't falling for it yeah yeah they're like no you already did the one with the like, cats. look let me tell you something i really need this power rangers thing and they were like you don't <laughs> you already had your run <laughs> i was like this transformer is dope they're like i'm sure it yeah. is <laughs> transor uh, z i think was another one with robots that would come out of the ground they were in like missile silos and they would come out and fly around that sounds about right. I remember that one mostly because there was a, there was like two of them. There was a male and a female one. Like people would would get in them and pilot them from like their heads. I mean, they were giant robots. Okay. The female one had missiles for boobs. <laughs> like, I think for some reason it must have been the right age. That stuck with me. <laughs> but that's the detail I remember from Transor Z. Okay. All right. I can get into that. There are a lot of those things, and I I. Where it's like vague memories of details that I saw on a TV once, and I'm like, that show is dope. Yeah, like for some reason that yeah, that's what stuck with me. Yeah, there 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 was something where it was like, uh, you know, they had armor pieces that would like stick to them, and they would make like different like wheels and stuff, and so it'd be yeah. like, oh, I need to go do this, and so they would be like, ha, and put their arms out, and like wings would attach or something. Yeah. It was all very mechanical. I have no idea what the show was called, but I remember I watching like Iron it. Man might have stolen from that with his suit that flies in on him now. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, everything steals I mean, from the, everything. The tribute, maybe. Yeah, I mean, Shakespeare thought of it first, I'm sure. <laughs> uh, Doth armoreth cometh. <laughs> the Shakespeare boob robots. I think I remember that. Uh, also, night. Shakespeare boob robots is opening for War on Drugs this weekend. Sweet. <laughs> I've been waiting for them to come to town. Uh, right on. Uh, uh, what, like, so growing up, you see Scooby-Doo. Does it stick with you? Or does it, like, is it just, like, a part of the mural? You know what I'm saying? I think the overall concept of it stuck with me. Like, yeah. it, there was a formula for them, you know? Sure. Like, they, they did these, there was a, a haunted something somewhere, with an amusement park or, like, abandoned something. There were a lot of abandoned properties in yeah. where they were. It was usually a real estate scam. Yeah. Somebody, honesty. right, somebody was trying to scare people away to, like, lower property values kind of thing. <laughs> like, there was, that was the general formula. <laughs> And then the at the end, where someone shows up in blackface, and it's like, it's like, oh, and it's just like, um, excuse me, <laughs> you're not going to lower property values this way. <laughs> that was the episode probably didn't air. They just went too yeah, far. Like, right. eh, it's too on the nose. Yeah, but it, and then in the end, it ended up always being some rich white old guy that was scamming people. And yeah, very yeah. often a farmer. Yeah. So there's no, there's few like. I can't think of a specific ep- episode that like sure. sticks with me. Yeah, because to me, they're, they're, it's all kind of that same like. But that's how I think of Scooby Doo in general. Like, it's not the specifics. It's for some odd reason it the, it is a slow, what I call a slow burn across yeah. uh, humanity. Like, you can go anywhere and be like, "Oh, Scooby Doo," and people will be like, "There's a van, right? Yeah, Isn't there a van. Yeah, they get it. You know." Uh, but like you know, you talk about Star Wars, and people are like, "Oh, dude, uh, uh, did you see this one character in the background of this scene and this one thing?" Yeah. Like people go nuts. But like Scooby Doo is like, there's no stakes, right? You know, people know it generally, but yeah. yeah. Is there something aside from Voltron that you would have gone ape shit for when you were a kid? 
Or that you would go ape shit for now. Like now? In terms of a cartoon or of, just like... Of something that you had in your childhood that you still hold dear. Do you have anything that you hold on to? So, um, yes. my parents my parents <laughs> lived in the same house. Like they bought a couple years before I was born. And uh, we sold a couple years ago when they both in the past. You from Maine? Connecticut, originally. Connecticut. Connecticut. Yeah. I mean, Connecticut, as we are known. Flylander. Yeah. Yeah. My wife. My wife's from 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 Maine. She's my my like my pass in. Okay. She's my okay. You you married she into for me. Yeah, married into me. Great, great. Um, but so we had this. I had the same house that I grew up in. Was still in the family, and so my parents just kept everything. Like I have all my GI Joes and Star Wars from when I was a kid. And not to put a date on it, but it's like these were the like the copyrights like 1974, <laughs> 1978 on these things in the original boxes still. So, so like I have that stuff. Telling me right now is that you are in for a large chunk of change coming into you. I maybe I'm thinking maybe hang on to like the the last Star Wars movie comes out when the the you know the hype is at the its fervor highest. Is pitched. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. Um, it could be. I mean, I brought it into one of the comic book stores in town. I, I showed him a few of the things, and the guy like damn near climbed over the counter. And, like, <laughs> can I buy all of this right now? I will buy all of it. And I was like, ah. Man, hang on to this for a little bit. You're like, absolutely, I will be back. I will definitely. I talked to the guy a couple times, and I was like, yeah, I, I'm going to take care of this. Like, he wanted to buy the whole thing, you know. You're just getting you're just getting texts at 2 a.m. You up, hey, you up, you up for selling Boba God Fett. figures. God figures. <laughs> Got Yoda. Uh, what was the that was the tagline in um. Small soldiers in the '90s with Will Wheaton were these uh, things. We're not dolls. We're action figures. That's right. They're right. They're very clear on that point. That all the boxes action figures. They're this ain't dolls. for girls. <laughs> uh, right on. Well, we're gonna go for um, the most ridiculous of ridiculous. I like it. Uh, we're gonna go for Laugh Olympics. Uh, this was uh, Hanna Barbera's. Uh, <laughs> Noticing that uh, Battle of the Network stars was fun, <laughs> I guess. And they were like, yeah, what? we can do that. I mean, we don't have O.J. Simpson and, at the time, Bruce Jenner, <laughs> but, uh, you know, we can we can, we can can do our versions. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they can draw it wherever they want. Yeah, right. Uh, so this is going to be Laugh Olympics. We're going to watch uh, Quebec and Baghdad. I'm I'm excited how they mix those two cities. This is gonna be ridiculous. How that works. All right. When was this episode uh, made? By the way, uh, they, I feel like Baghdad could be very different depending on that. Oh, we're definitely gonna see some turbans. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm assuming that this was 80s, late okay. 70s, early 80s. Hell yeah! All right. All right. Let's do this. Enter Stadium Ride. The first event is the lacrosse batting contest for accuracy. Here are our guest judges, Monsieurs Fred Flintstone and Barney Rubble, who will explain the finer points of the sport to you. Thank you, thank you. Now every game has its basics. With football, it's blocking and tackling. With lacrosse, it's the art of scooping. Allow me to demonstrate. Mr. Rubble, <laughs> if you will assist me by tossing in a ball. Happy to oblige, Fred. Now the object is to scoop up the ball and simply lob it into the... Oops. While Mr. Flintstone continues his demonstration, I'll attempt to explain the way we score. 
Each player will receive three throws from our automatic lacrosse practice machine. The greatest number of scoops into the goal receives 25 first place points, the second, 15 points, and the third, 10 points. He's going mad. Hey, Fred, the ball's supposed to go in the net, not the scooper. When I want your opinion, Barney, I'll ask for it. So uh, the the proceedings, of course, are all uh, according to code. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's overseeing this. We don't know who, but Laugh Olympics uh, goes swimmingly. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. As expected. <laughs> There's no like oversight by the Olympic Committee. You can just tamper with the equipment all you want. <laughs> I like it. I like how there, there there seem to be rules, but you're not going to understand them. Yeah. They didn't really get, like delve into them. And at the end, they're like, well, due to technicalities or whatever, we're just going to give you 15 points anyway. Like, <laughs> it's fine. It was not chopping the tree down, but the tree fell, so that's cool. We'll just we'll give you points anyway. I do enjoy that at one point we did try. Where we were like, well, they, they're going to get 10 points though, right? So like what they're going to need to do, like we tried <laughs> yeah, to like, strategize. Yeah. Like, oh man, they, they can't they can't pull it out. They don't have enough points. <laughs> but if they got, like I'm doing the math here, like, but they got to keep somebody else from getting 10 points. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I I enjoy, that. that's what I enjoy about stuff like this. It's dumb as hell. Yeah. But there seem to be like rules for that universe. I'm not going to understand them. Yeah. But I understand that they're there. Yeah. You know, because there's like things that are just too random and it's like, well, okay, anything can go. Then I'm not going to care. Right. There's got to be some sort of structure, some- Or an illusion of structure. Right. They give out points like somebody's going to win or lose. Yeah. Like 25 points for winning an Olympic event. I'm like, is that how? (laughs) No mention of of medals or anything like that. They weren't Mm -hmm. like- just you get 25 points for winning an event. And the end of it was, <laughs> and they won. Yeah, that's it. Credits. Even Mario Kart, like you get the, you get the pictures, you're on a stand, and the people are cheering. They were like, yeah, you won the Olympics. It came all the way to Baghdad. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> Roll credits. We're out. Uh, so we start off in Quebec. Yeah. Uh, beautiful Quebec, uh, right next to the Chateau Frontenac. <laughs> yeah, well depicted, I would say. <laughs> have you been recently? I have. My wife and I, we go over here. Every, every year? Yeah, we love going up there. Um, the first couple of years was for winter festival, or winter yeah, carnival. With, with the Michelin Man, or whatever he is. Uh, Bonhomme. 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 Good yeah, man. Super cool. <laughs> super fun. Um, everybody's drinking everywhere. There's like mm. ice bars and... And fun stuff. Everybody's you're freezing, but you drink your way from one place to the next. Oh sure, yeah. Uh, I went to. Uh, I maybe had the greatest meal of my life in Quebec. I could see that. Uh, was what t- was it? It was down by the water. It was a place called La Légende. Okay. Uh, it was super hip. Um, we we pulled the baller move of uh, the. Uh, we just went to the. Uh, oh my god! What do you call it? Concierge, right? Yeah. At the hotel, and we're like, where should spot. we? Yeah. We're like, where should we go for dinner? And he's like, I've got you. And it's like, I know you do. This is your job. Yeah, yeah, right. Like, <laughs> and uh, you know, he does the whole like illusion of like it's very exclusive, but like, let me, let me, let me make see some if calls. I can pull some strings. And like, you know, on the phone, like, um, can I? Okay, I'll hold. <laughs> you know, like that whole thing. And it was great. It was an unbelievable meal. It was also all locally sourced products yeah so like they can't do citrus right because citrus fruit doesn't grow in quebec so they had to do like you know like pine 
to get like the uh, yeah bitterness. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it was totally ridiculous. But, but there, no, there's, there's a ton of great food up there. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of good farming area. There's a restaurant in Portland that tried that, and they're, they're still here. They're still in business. They're doing only main source things. Hmm. Um, yeah, it can get a little weird, like especially in the winter. Like there's not a whole lot of stuff, <laughs> hey, you know, that we have available. Everything has lobster, <laughs> <laughs> right? Lobster and potatoes, like that's what comes in. in the, yeah, um, but I love that. Yeah, Quebec, yeah, Quebec's got a lot of great food. Uh, not good. Like I would probably be so fat if I lived there because it's oh for sure. It's well, a lot of heavy foods. Yes, but if you were living in the city itself, you'd also be walking everywhere. Absolutely. Oh my god, we walk and uphill like everywhere. Yeah. Everywhere's of work. Uh, and it's cold, so you're burning more calories for that mm-hmm. too. Yeah. Shivering. Yeah, shivering works. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. It's a great city. So they're hanging out playing lacrosse. Yeah, I'm not sure what the tie-in was. I mean, Canadians play lacrosse. This was in what, in the mid eighties, so nobody else like lacrosse. Yeah. I mean, people were playing lacrosse, it's like an ancient sport, but well, it wasn't yeah, big it's one in of America. those Native American it's like uh, or native peoples. Right. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's like um uh hockey. Yeah. Which, like Incan and mine, I want to say, came starting in South America, I think. Yeah, like Pac Before Pac. South America was, yeah. Yeah. Um, have you ever heard the thing about hockey, uh, what the name means? No. So supposedly, people saw natives on the ice playing this game, and they were they kept saying, okay, okay, okay. Uh, and so they were like, oh, uh, we're going to call this sport hockey. Um but that was their version of ouch. Oh my God. Because the game was just them like hitting each other. Ouch. Yeah. And so, like, so we have a sport that it's just called is ouch. literally named ouch. <laughs> oh, I love that. I love it. I'm a, I'm a big hockey guy. I play myself. Yeah. I play, not by myself. But, but like pickup games? And yeah, yeah. Such? I yeah. was in men's league for a long time. I got my ankle shattered in a game, so I haven't played much since. It gets a little goony. What position? Uh, center or wing, mostly. Okay. Yeah. If yeah. I'm a, I can't, I so can play like defense. A, yeah. but if I'm playing defense, you, you, our team's in trouble. It's not, <laughs> it's not a good sign. That means things aren't going well. You're not just, you're not just like getting up in there and just. <laughs> a lot of guys do that. Like, yeah. I, don't, I got shit to do the next day. Like, I'm not, no, no scouts in the. In the stands, like, going to pick you up on a contract. Well, but here's the thing. Gretzky changed the game. <laughs> True. <laughs> Not by fighting. By fighting other guys. <laughs> Fucking drunk guys on the ice. 40-year-old guys. Gloves it. off. So, yeah. I mean, it could have been hockey in Quebec. I feel like that would have been yeah. a good pick. I feel but like... lacrosse, okay. it's like a nice... For them, I get it, because it's like a nice... Uh, uh, unknown or, like, semi-known yeah. thing. That they can be- and they got to spend like three minutes explaining how it works. And then they just <laughs> fired lacrosse balls at them out of like a pitching machine. They were just balls. Yeah. Just in general, like catch them in a net and then uh, and have and w- Scooby lick them. Yeah. Whoever the, the, the chick from um, the Rottens was literally said like, oh, it's like a butterfly net. Yeah. And it was like, oh, she gets it. She's done this. <laughs> <laughs> There is just something so amazing about just being like, lacrosse? Okay. Well, we can burn three minutes of this episode. We realize nobody knows what this is. Okay. They have a net on a stick, don't you know? (laughs) It's all about the scooping. (laughs) You just got to scoop them up. Oh, it was uh, Fred Flintstone and Barney Rubble guest explainers. (laughs) (laughs) Right. They had Fred fumbling all over the field. You got to get the... Uh, take up the uh, the scooping is the biggest part, Bonnie. You know what? Now that you mentioned it, right? They just they just demonstrated it, and then we're never seen again. <laughs> <laughs> they, 
They had to send him to Baghdad early to, to get things ready over there. Yeah, and uh, no Jetsons, though. No, you're right. You'll only get the Flintstones as the guest commentators. A bunch of people that nobody knows. And then the Flintstones. Do you think that the Flintstones are probably the most famous Hanna-Barbera property? Like, if you... Yeah. So, like, uh, Scooby-Doo. I think Scooby's up there. I think Scooby... Yeah. Jetsons, Flintstones. Scooby may become more famous as just kind of time goes because the people who knew the Flintstones aren't so much around anymore. Like, the people... You know, like, those people are going to die off. Then the only Flintstones you'll have is, like, the shitty movies with... John Goodman. John Goodman. Like, yeah, yeah. I'd be like, the Flintstones. Be like, oh, those were terrible movies. Like, that's a, like, no, it was a cartoon. Okay, I'm gonna say, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do a game right now. It is John Goodman as Fred Flintstone. Yeah. Rick Moranis as Barney Rubble. Yep. Rosie O'Donnell. Yes. As uh, Betty? what was Betty? Yeah. I cannot Baldwin. remember. Will was it? Or no, but, no. A Baldwin was. Oh, maybe he's in one of the later ones. Uh, but uh, 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 who was Wilma? Wilma? Who was Wilma? I, I got nothing. Right? No, no. I idea. feel like Halle Berry. Right? It was like I remember Halle famous. Berry being in it, but I'm like, I cannot remember Wilma to save my life. <sighs> no idea. Hmm. And that was those were huge names. Yeah, way too big time. for that movie. Like way too big for <laughs> what that should have been. Like I don't know they really thought that was gonna catch on and be like the next Star Wars franchise. <laughs> <laughs> People are gonna remember. People are gonna love this. People are gonna be talking about uh who was the uh Mr. Slately? Yeah, the, the Mr. Slate. The quarry owner. Yeah. 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 Spacely was uh yep. Jetsons. Yep. Slate was Flintstone. For like just slight <laughs> modifications for all of it. Flintstone, come in here. It was something like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Uh so uh <laughs> obviously Scooby's uh win. Uh <laughs> Yeah. It's uh, good because I had a lot of money riding on them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now that sports betting is allowed <laughs> everywhere. I <laughs> people taking lines on the Laugh Olympics. The people the people outside of Chateau Frontenac like uh, oh, yeah. uh handing out chicks to <laughs> Yeah. How much we got <laughs> we got a line on the Scoobies. I got odds uh, seven to one for uh I don't even remember who was for the um who was for the yogi the, the Yogi the Yogis? It was uh um, The Yogi's the Oh, quick draw McGraw. Yes. And uh, Snidely Whiplash. Yeah. Which, he's always the one meddling. Yeah. Like, why let him be that close to the equipment? You know what he's going to do. <laughs> the known guy. It's always uh, uh, Snidely Whiplash and Muttley. Yeah. Uh, Muttley, I feel like so much, he needs to, to maybe see a respiratory specialist. Like, there's something definitely very wrong. No, he's just purebred. <laughs> yeah. That's what he's like a pug. <laughs> he shouldn't still be around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Are, is your dog okay? Yeah, he yeah, just sounds like fine. that. That's just cold inbreeding. He's bred to be like that. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. Mm. Uh, <laughs> but uh, uh, oh, and uh, <laughs> there was the great pun of uh, letter rip, rip. It tore it damn off. It tore it damn off. <laughs> it's the gunslinger. Yeah. Uh, Rip, quick drama ripped his McGraw. holsters. Had his holsters ripped by by the lacrosse balls. And Quick Draw McGraw was uh, ooh, the cat's enjoying the petting. Yeah. Um, 
uh, El Cabon. Yeah. Right. And he'd transform, and then he would hit people over the head with a guitar. With a, with a banjo, yeah. Banjo, right? yeah. Yeah. El Cabon. I think like that's less painful. But right, yeah, he had guns, but he didn't use them. He just hit people in the head with a... Yeah. Like, he would <laughs> shoot for effect, but not, he wasn't, like, actually shooting people. Yeah. Look, I believe in nonviolence, <laughs> but threatening is okay. <laughs> like, the NRA was like, you gotta have somebody with guns. Yeah. <laughs> just at least one guy with some guns. <laughs> Hanna-Barbera's like, look, we've got some funding. We're not gonna say through who, but who can we give guns to? <laughs> one of these characters has to have guns. <laughs> They're like, we can't give them to Blue Falcon. No, definitely not. <laughs> He's got the technological dog. <laughs> yeah, caveman doesn't need him. That would be that would be out of sorts. Although he had like a cannon was one of his buttons, right on his definitely on the on the club. <laughs> but NRA doesn't cover cannons. No, that's that's not a that's not a riffle. That's the NCA, <laughs> the cannon association. The National Cannon Association. Bring him back. You want to have you want to have armaments in your house? Have a cannon from my cold dead arms. <laughs> Can't hold that in hand. Good luck. Too big. Good luck taking it with you. Try it. Uh, and then, uh, so now they need the second uh, <laughs> the second competition, which is uh, woodcutting. Yeah. I'm going to say that I've recently transferred uh, careers, and I'm now in the trades. So when I see, like, trade-based things, I'm like, I'm sure that's harder than I imagined <laughs> right? today. Like, cause I I looked from the outside in, and now I'm on the inside, and I'm like, this is tough. yeah, this is much harder than. Have you ever had to cut with an axe? Yeah, no. Yeah, clearing. Yeah, I know. I'm a, I'm a little more outdoorsy oh, than I than I let out. Than no, I get. you got a flannel. I get it. <laughs> I look like the Travago guy, like Robin L.L. Bean. Like, <laughs> you look like, like an Eddie Bauer camping. catalog. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, uh, so, like, you've had to have you have you. Uh, I believe the term is felled. Felled a tree? Uh, not a large one, like small ones, like clearing them off off a property, but not like for you or for, for like somebody family else. members. Yeah, like yeah. they were like, come over for the weekend. Hey, we got a yeah, felling we gotta, party. Yeah, we got to knock some like small trees, not like anything like hey, we have to fell like it that would take hours to take down. Was and it like? And maybe it was like you know six or eight inches across. Was it multiple major. people working on one tree, or were they like, uh, hey? It was like the Portland road crew approach of like a bunch of people standing around drinking while we took turns like (laughs) hacking at it with an axe. Like it wasn't going to be. When was your first time holding an axe? Thankfully, it wasn't so traumatic that that instance like burned into my head. Sure. um, I had some time like 10 years, 20 years. Oh, no. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Was it? Did somebody like say like, "Hey," because I'm thinking of recently. I uh, I had my first. Well, I mean, not that recently, but like I, in memory, have my first experience holding a sledgehammer of somebody Ooh, being like, yeah. "Hey, break that thing," and I was like, "Here we go." Yeah, we're gonna do that. <laughs> like, oh no. <laughs> yeah. And then I was like, and then that first impact. Yeah. And I was like, oh no, <laughs> this is <laughs> this is real. This is effort. Like, yeah. I always thought, like, you just threw it. No, it's and it heavy. Worked. A sledgehammer weighs a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My first sledgehammer experience, I was, uh, it was high school, and we had, like, a, we do, like, a carnival at the high school. Not like, Peter Gabriel's sledgehammer, by the way. Like, like a. It might, I might have been listening to it at the time. It might have <laughs> been around the same time. <laughs> well, I don't know. 
Well, they should have been playing that. Well, they yeah. didn't. So yeah, the school had like a carnival. It was like a fundraiser thing, and then you know, like the booths, the carnival, the dunking booths. You could dunk your teacher, or whatever. Yeah. But uh, it was a thing to raise awareness for you know not dunk, drunk driving is like mad or sad or one of those. Um, <laughs> they're always being angry. And... The mothers or the sons yeah, against yeah. drunk driving. For they... the mothers who are drunk driving. <laughs> the, mo- the, the sons who are driving because the mothers are too drunk to drive. <laughs> That was that was more sad. my experience with that. I was sad. <laughs> so, so they they had a, a like a wrecked car, like a junk car. Nice. And they had it on the campus and you paid five bucks and they gave you goggles and a sledgehammer and you got five minutes to just wail away on this car. Holy jeez. I loved it. Was it there was like great. a engine in it and shit? Or? No, they no, taken no, no. like the windows just out a body. and okay. just like yeah, the panels like you could smash up the I think like the Wood headlights and, ten, and, and the yeah, probably yeah. Like the old <laughs> country <laughs> squire <laughs> wagons. That <laughs> <laughs> oh, was fun. Damn. That was a good time. You've heard about these things in uh I think they're migrating over. I want to st- I want to open one a rage room. Yeah, a place where you can go and smash things, like an office space. Absolutely. Oh, I want to have different theme ones. Like, yeah, yeah. You pissed off at the office. Great. I feel like I could fill a Trump room and ha- like that would just sell out instantly. Like you, if you want to call yeah. up, like, hey, you, you, you hate the Yankees? Great. We'll get a bunch of Yankees memorabilia and put it in this room. Fuck you, it. You Red Sox. Pissed off at the we'll, Red Sox right now. We'll right, put them right. right next to each other. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Take care of it all. My concern, especially in Portland, is like, what do you do? With all the smashed stuff. I can find it. You can go to thrift stores. You can go to yard sales. You can get enough stuff to smash, but it's like... Then disposing of Do it. I lose all my profits You're, in dumpster costs? Yeah, right. Um, or... Especially if like people want that office space experience of smashing a printer... I can't just put that in my recycling bin outside my house when you're done with that. Like, I mean, I could, but Here, it's not responsible. This is so. going to add to your overhead, but maybe this alleviates the cost. You have a like uh, a, a fashioned trophy that then one of the fragments goes into. Ooh. Yeah, people could take away something. Like, yeah, they'd have yeah. something to take away from it. Like, That's this is taking away a small part piece. of the thing. Right. I need, I need them to take more. Yeah, that's nice. <laughs> I'm going to need you to take I'll make just make the waiver huge and somewhere in there say, and by the way, you're responsible for taking away all your own waste creative. Did you have so much fun? Thank you so yeah. much. Uh, can you uh, also load up all these parts into your car and <laughs> yeah. take them away with yeah. you? Yeah. <laughs> please, uh, yeah. Here's a bunch of hefty bags. Thanks. Thanks a lot. Don't mind those sharp shards of glass and. Uh, here's a back charge for all the Portland purple bags yeah. that I need to buy. <laughs> I had to just buy, that's my biggest expense, the purple trash bags. Uh, <laughs> this is an environmental fee. <laughs> so, woodcutting, we have, uh, we have Captain Caveman, yeah. uh, with his catchphrase, Captain Caveman! <laughs> Who just hangs out with a bunch of beautiful women. I don't quite understand that. It's I don't. The best. They don't really help, or I can't imagine there's anything going on there. You know? No, it's great. It's just yeah, like it's cheerleaders kind of thing. Like it's the opposite of the Me Too movement. Like it's oh, yeah. just like it's just this dude who's a caveman who's just like, hey, I have these friends. They just happen to be beautiful women. He's not objectifying them. They're kind of objectifying him, but he's very utilitarian. Sure. <laughs> like, why would you not have him around with his billy club? Right. That does everything. Yeah. 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 
and yet uh, he chooses an axe. Like, why not choose the cannon and just blow the tree away? Like, I love it. He's still like, oh, we got to be within some rules here. I still have to use a, a blunt instrument. Cavemen have standards. I do. He also, says that his words. That's no, quote. No, his words. <laughs> he can talk like that. I'm not being timist. <laughs> Is that would that be a thing? Timist because he doesn't. He doesn't. Eraist, right? <laughs> Right, Eon? Era? Eonist. Eonist. Ageist. Well, ageist is a different thing. He's timeless. Age, he, he's ageless. Yeah. He doesn't age. Apparently. Yeah. There was yeah. an episode of Northern Exposure where they found a caveman. Ooh. I remember that show. The guy from uh, uh, My Big Fat Greek Wedding. He oh, was a Oh, shit. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Good show. I remember that show. Yeah. Yeah. My mom loved it. Uh, Augie Doggy and his dear old daddy. Yeah. Good father-son, healthy father-son relationship. Can never remember the dad's name. I just always know it as Augie Doggy and his dear old daddy. Dear Doggy daddy. Like son this. of mine. <laughs> He's like a, like, who is that? That's an impression, right? That's actually almost a little like, like Goodfellas-esque or like Godfather-esque. I like the son of mine. Well, yeah, the, the, the phrasing... But he's not doing. <laughs> come, come closer. Let me tell you something. <laughs> you know, doggy daddy as mafia boss. <laughs> doggy Don. The doggy the Don. Doggy Don. I, yeah. yeah, I'd be into that. Uh, my favorite was always uh, in uh, Yogi Bear and the flight of the the magical flight of the spruce goose, hmm. which is a ridiculous movie. Everybody check it out. It's super. It's super ridiculous. Uh, as, as was the Spruce Goose itself. Yeah, right. Uh, and its owner. Yes. Less ridiculous, more just insane. Um, <laughs> True. It's a defined line at some point. Yeah. It's the peeing in the jars and not cutting your fingernails that, that puts you over that line, I think. It helps. He's like, Guinness Book of World Records is calling soon, I swear to God. Augie <laughs> uh, uh, Doggy and his dear old daddy have some uh, choice lines in that. Okay, yeah. Dad. Okay. <laughs> uh, and then the octopus, whose name I don't remember. Yeah, it's not even something to do with eight or oc. It's it's a very strange short. Yeah, short it was name. like him and a vampire uh, uh, get crazy. And frankly, they should have won. Yeah, but he could have eight axes. Yeah, he did. He did have eight. Well, he cut the tree down first. Well, he cut the tree first, but he didn't. It, the tree didn't go down. It See, again, this is where the lawyer in me gets frustrated because I, I need more clarification on these rules. Yeah, like, it was right. about cutting the tree down. Yeah. Augie Doggy and his dad won because their tree fell. It wasn't cut, right. but it was down first. Yeah. In reality, Captain Caveman was the only person to get his tree cut and down. Yeah. If you're talking Everybody about- Everybody else, just technicalities here. Yeah. Yeah. Octopus, uh, cut. Yeah. Not down. Not all the way down. Mm-hmm. The dogs never never even really made a dent. <laughs> Their technique wasn't working. What did you study in college? Um, my major was political science. Okay. Admittedly, because of all the majors, that was the one that required the least credits to graduate. <laughs> like, I was... And so, in a way, I was studying math. <laughs> Math, not in my thing. Way, this was your pitch to your parents. Like, in a way, mom and dad, like, I'm doing the smart move. I'm actually studying math. My dad was an accountant, and for my complete lack of math skills was, yeah. like, befuddling. He was like, ah, whatever, it's not your thing. You never studied uh, philosophy? I took some philosophy classes, okay. yeah. 
Because I feel like there's liberal arts. I mean, I did dabbled in a little bit of this and a little bit of that. Well, and one of my favorite uh, uh, quotes, I can never remember who said it, but um, uh, philosophy is asking the questions a child would ask with a lawyer's vocabulary. Uh, I but, think it's a great way of putting it, yeah. But it's always these, like, uh, it's always things like that, like, you know, I mean, tree falls in the forest and anybody here, well, what does hearing mean? You know, like, if you, like, if nobody's right. there to hear it, like, you know, blah, blah, blah. Like, but that idea of, like, I feel like I get into that with philosophy a bunch where it's just like, well, it was cut, but it didn't go down, so you're cutting it down. That's the competition. Right. Like, I get into those, like, yeah. conundrums in my head where I'm just like, ah! What is it you're supposed to be doing? I yeah. like that. I like that quote. I think it's even more accurate if it's like if it's the the questions a really high lawyer would ask because the philosophical questions tend to be really like, oh yeah. Most, most lawyers are like I don't I don't have time for that shit. Why are we here? Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, 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 dicto uh, eras uh, uh, ergo. Uh... <laughs> Uh, 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 my favorite is always uh, Wittgenstein said uh, uh, after the end of the Tractatus Logica Philosophicus he says uh, he, he goes through everything that we can figure out which is only 78 pages long and then he says uh, after that um, uh, what what does he say where uh, where we cannot where we cannot go, we must not speak of, or something like that. He's like, if you can't answer the questions after that, you don't need to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Just let it go. <laughs> don't, worry, don't worry about it. It's fine. We can't talk about it. Uh, but uh, due to technicality, uh, who won? Augie Doggy, right? That tree they, yeah, the, their tree de- technically fell. Yeah. It was knocked over. Fell by. first. Yeah. It was fell tree felling contest. Yeah, yeah, sounds yeah. more accurate. Yeah, not wood. But I feel like that's something else they'd have to explain. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> we don't know as the audience. There's uh, they've only got like twenty two minutes. Like, yeah, presumably there are some judges that we never see. <laughs> yeah, you're right. They never cut to anybody holding up like scorecards or anything. We did cut to though after the ruling was <laughs> delivered. Snagglepuss and Mildew just both yeah. being like. Uh... <laughs> like it's out of our hands. We just announced it. I I don't know where that ruling came from, but somebody's telling us. Like they just heard it over their mic. Like, uh, uh, yeah, uh, we're hearing. Uh, yeah, so the Scooby Doobies get they ten be- points for no reason. They gave the same phase that Michael Myers gave after uh, Kanye West said George yes. doesn't care about black people. <laughs> like that kind of like ah. Uh... What, the f- what am I supposed to do here? Like, <laughs> okay, moving on. <laughs> Exit stage left. Even <laughs> I feel like if Mike Myers did that, if people would have been like, "Yeah, that makes sense." Like if he just goes into a snaggle plus voice. If Kanye was like, what else? Did dead do? serious. Looking at the camera, goes. George Bush doesn't care about black people. And then just Mike Myers on exit, stage left. <laughs> it just slowly like, sidesteps off, just fades off. That's it. <laughs> oh, that would have been insanely historical. Uh, of course, Katrina, very serious matter. I'm not uh, downplaying that. Uh, so then we go to Baghdad. Yeah. Uh, Quick cut, but no ex- explanation like the... Who was it? Fondue just does his his smoke cloud and oh, gets himself there. Yeah, yeah. No yeah. other like they don't get 
not even the Indiana Jones like picture of a plane and the line and with a vague like mm, sound <laughs> <Right>. effect. <laughs> nope, they're like now we're here, and it's a thing. Indiana Jones was the first one to do that, right? That's the one I stands out most to me. Yeah, people remember that. James and it was Bond. a great way of like, yeah, I feel like that was too campy for James Bond. Even though one of the early game Bond was really campy, but like. <laughs> I feel like, yeah, they were trying to be serious about it. But, but yeah, Indiana Jones is perfect because you're like, oh, here's the transition. It's yeah. just enough time to kind of like clear your mind of the last spot. It's that old-timey like 40s maps and planes. It was great. Yeah. God damn, those movies are phenomenal. And a classic enemy that nobody else can bitch about. Like, they're Nazis. Like, they're all, <laughs> Nazis are always a safe target. I know. One of my favorite things of all time is just like, uh, you know, Nazis existed for uh, what thirty nine to forty seven. I mean, yeah, really not longer, long, right? But like uh, uh, Hitler's Germany, like yeah, uh, thirty the annexation of the Sudetenland, um, the invasion of Poland, thirty nine, uh, defeat uh, like ten years at the most, like, uh, and that's some <laughs> like some some outlying years on the other sides where yeah, people right. just hadn't given uh, it up. Britain is uh, uh, conquering and murdering for how long? And they're like, but Germany, yeah, but am I Nazis, right? Man, right. Yeah, people go to Germany now, and Germans are like, "We have beer," and they're like, "Didn't you do that thing?" They're like, "God damn it!" You're still talking about people go to like you know the UK, and they're just like, "Oh, fish and chips, whatever." Nobody's like India, right? Oh, we don't bring that up, old boy. Talk about that is our sun sets on the British Empire now, and we take a nap. Yeah, you know, you go to Spain and like. Give people shit about the Spanish Inquisition anymore. That like, no, you just enjoy the ham and the look, look. and the wine. We don't give a fuck about Catholics anymore. <laughs> the worst Spanish accent. But ever. Nazis, fair enemy. <laughs> just fair constant. enemy. There was a string in the '90s where like it was you had a lot of like Middle Eastern enemies in movies, like True Lies and stuff mm. like that. And you watch that now, and you're like, oh, oh that's. Yeah, but it's uh, heavy on the stereotype. But any movie where like the Nazis are the enemy, like oh, that still flies. Like. One of my favorites is in um, uh, what it's a uh, 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 live and let. No, it's not live and let mm. die. It's not license to kill. It's one living of the daylights. Ones? Yeah, um, he helps the Taliban because the Taliban yes. at the time is fighting against the Russians. Yes. Yeah. 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 And he helps the Taliban. Yeah. <laughs> and like it's run by this like. A uh, Middle Eastern dude who uh, uh, was educated at Oxford yep. and comes back to like fight for his homeland against the Russians. Yeah, yeah. The yeah, that was... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you think they'd go back and like fix that and like change it now? Like, nah, no, but it's stick fine. with it. Uh, you can't mess with Bond. Also, one of my favorite uh, deliveries of Bond, James Bond, all time. At the beginning of that movie. Uh, Timothy Dalton goes through this whole like thing where training exercise goes foul because somebody is assassinating double O's and he goes off in exploding Jeep, pulls his parachute, his parachute as a yes. hole. He falls on this boat and this girl goes, I'm so bored here, Margo. Nobody but tennis pros. And he like falls in, steals her phone and she just goes, who are you? And Timothy Dalton just like barely looks at her and goes, Bond, James Bond. <laughs> <laughs> I got to take this call. I, like, I got important. something to do. <laughs> Don't have time for this, ladies. Like, f- fuck off, Sean Connery. <laughs> I'm not, it's not going to be like a two-minute affair of like Bond. Right? James Bond. 
so <laughs> like, Bond slow. Bond. James Bond. Yes. What's uh, 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 <laughs> a... Uh, uh, Blofeld. Uh, <laughs> uh, yes, Hans Blofeld. <laughs> uh, but uh, we go to Baghdad. Yes. Uh, carpets and uh, rope. For the expected mildly racist events that are a culturalist, maybe. I, the Indian like, rope trick yeah. in Baghdad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's but, a rope trick, but the trick isn't. The event you have Look, to the, climb the, the rope. The trick is Indian, right? Like the the rope standing up. I'm assuming. I right. I think that's generally the deal. Yeah. Once again, I saw it in a James but this Bond was movie. really about climbing a rope. This was this was a high school gym like task that How they well turned into a, a laugh Olympics. Terrible. Yeah. Not not upper body strength. Not my thing. Didn't make it to the top. No. Haven't tried in a long time. Although I've. Since become much heavier, making the task much harder. <laughs> your upper like body strength ch- has gone up, but your weight has uh, yeah. gone up, and it's wondering how those balance out. Yeah, it's it's yeah. like my best shot at actually getting to the top of the rope was probably in like fifth grade because I, uh, I weighed nothing. But now, yeah, now it's humble brag. I stopped going to public school after fourth grade, so I never got those things so mine I uh, right there with you I stopped sixth grade was my last year my parents put me in private school after that Uh, for seventh through high school oh okay yeah which uh, which private school did you go to in in Connecticut in Connecticut Connecticut so you were ooh I don't know if I know the Connecticut ones that well which one were you at Kingswood Oxford School okay I do know the name vaguely I was Tilton Yeah, yeah 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 Uh, we, we we in another life we might have played each other in lacrosse, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but they didn't have like the the like old school like presidents. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. No, it was, was, a, like, it was a totally different experience. Fitness tests, right? Yeah, where like you had to like climb the rope and, and stretch, up, like yeah, yeah like like <laughs> sit up things. Yeah, run a mile and all that. No, kind of we stopped. <laughs> yeah, we didn't. They didn't that. do that. We had sports. I mean, we played sports, but mandated. Yeah, so yes. at, like the school day ended at like two, and you had like each. We were in trimesters, so, like fall, winter, spring. Yep. So you had here. to play a sport. Yep. It's, one of the options was like weight training. Like if you just want to <laughs> spend that time in the weight room, like go to the weight room. Or, like, it was one that was like jogging. Like nobody's gonna make you play a competitive varsity sport. Ours was, but it was a little more intense than that. But yes, yeah, we had a similar thing. Well, you could do like you had to do sports for two of the trimesters. Okay. But one of the trimesters, you could do, like, newspaper or theater. Okay, or, like an extracurricular yeah, yeah, thing. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, I finally, after my sophomore year, I started getting it so that I had to do uh, only one sport. Okay. And I did skiing. Yeah, that was my winter sport. No, slalom, the one GS a year. Uh, I was much better at GS. Slalom, yeah. I, was, I was garbage. No, oh, that was my favorite. Tight wear, like, turns. body armor and stuff. Yeah, I couldn't do that. I could do, like, the long, like, sloping turns. Yeah. In a tight suit. I mean, wearing the tight. Like, we this, were the very budget at, yeah, yeah, yeah. at my high school. <laughs> so, to be fair, I was, like, the poor kid at the school, too. So, I had, like... <laughs> yeah. I, was, I was wearing, like, the, like, straight up just, like, sweatshirt, like, yeah. hoodie. And, like, you know, kids are showing up in, like, their, like, you know, designer suits. Yeah. And, and I was just like, ha-ha, trash bag. <laughs> 
There is a picture of me, so it might even be in the yearbook, wearing one of those like ponchos, like the Mexican style ones that they, they used to be popular, like in the 80s and 90s, wearing that with my bib over it with my number on it. And for slalom, like, yeah, you had to protect your arms because you're, you're like running over yeah, you the- hit them. So I would duct tape soccer shin guards to my <laughs> wrists. Like these kids had like $400 gloves that went up to like, they were gauntlets. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Here I am, my cheap ass skis, like taping shin guards to my arm. They look like they're they're uh, they're uh, piloting a Voltron, and you look like a kid pretending he's yeah. piloting a Voltron. <laughs> like like, hey guys, we're gonna get together. <laughs> like, You're like a low level cosplayer. <laughs> it's like Joltron, like the this knockoff, <laughs> like <laughs> quite not quite enough to get the trademark. <laughs> just just off enough. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Uh, so Grape Ape, uh, possibly my favorite. I love his voice. I also do like that he's like the head of Barbaric Groot. Grape Ape. He just says his name. <laughs> like a lot of, I yeah. love a lot of these characters. That's that's the only lines, is their name. Their name is their catchphrase. You ever try to do impressions? A couple. I'm working on one for a joke I'm doing. I have a joke about Hitler calling the suicide hotline. And I'm debating whether I do the Hitler accent. I always feel like the weirdest thing happens we're trying to do an impression. You end up getting into the impression by saying the name. Like <laughs> Maybe it works. I don't know why that's a thing, but being like, Bill Clinton. And then like, oh, now I could do the you know, a whole like Bill Clinton thing. Like, uh, Zoidberg. That's always yeah. like how I get into doing the Zoidberg You say voice. their name in that voice. Yeah, for some odd reason. It's... I wouldn't be surprised if that's like an industry <laughs> trick for like voiceover people. Like, just say their name a couple times. Uh, Christopher Walken, you know. Yeah. Um, I do a horrible Walken, but it's my favorite. That's a good one. Uh, well, I also like when he gets like, I guess really darling, you know. Like, that's when I really love Walken. Yeah. Like that's he's when he's almost doing an impression of himself. Like oh, he's yeah. overdoing his voice. Uh, you know, it's like raspy. Because <laughs> most people they do it up here. Yeah, you know. But like when he gets down, he does. He gets he walks with raspy. that watch up his ass for five years. <laughs> you know, like it, it goes. It's 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 a goddamn parabola. Yeah, yeah, you're right. It's all over the place. That maybe he does it specifically to make himself hard to impersonate. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know how it's going to Yeah. Like, Where am I going next? <laughs> uh or it gives you all the options in the world. True. Mm-hmm. You can do higher pitch Christopher Walken, you can do Raspy, the Raspy Walken. It's the best. Uh I feel that way about Sean Connery as well cuz a lot yeah. of people do the sh- 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 sh, you know, so yeah. it's like it's like uh whatever oh, Sean uh, Connery. Yes. But oh, yes. he also has that it goes down. You know? Yeah. I feel like, especially if he's had like a couple scotches, like oh, he gets yeah. uh, voice a slows women. down a little. <laughs> Fifty knows and a yes means yes. That's his, that's his catchphrase, isn't it? Uh, yes. Uh, one of my favorite stories is a Greg Proop story where he went to visit a friend of his who was doing uh, Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. Yeah. And they went to lunch, and at the commissary, they were all eating together, and there was Sean Connery. And so his buddy was leaving. He was in the sh- in the movie, and he was leaving the shoot. He was done. And so he says, hey, Mr. Connery, it was really nice working with you. Uh, take care. And Sean Connery just goes, oh, bye-bye. <laughs> oh, my God. Bye-bye. <laughs> 
I love that because you think like he's everything that comes out of his mouth is this dramatic <laughs> like thing. Bye bye. Bye bye. He's a Hannah Barbera cartoon. <laughs> yeah, he should be, you know. Uh, uh, Babu. I have yeah. no idea what Babu is from. No, me neither. I really don't know what most of these characters are from. Like, do like do you think when they're making Laugh Olympics, they're like, these are all the hits, or are they just like, this is what we've got? I they're like Scooby Doo throwing Scooby Doo. What do we? What else do we do? What What do we? What do you got, Jim? Jim, what do you got? <laughs> hey, we're going to the Middle East. Can we throw Babu in there? Who the fuck is Babu? Uh, uh, put him in there. We'll make a cartoon we'll after the him. fact. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll <laughs> fill it in later. We'll do the Babu origin story. We'll pretend story. like this cartoon has been running for 10 years. <laughs> right, like they get all the ones that were pitched, and people are like, ah, it's not going to fly. And we're like, well, we need like eight more for the show. Because they, they, uh, they committed. Like, you've got three teams. Yeah. So you got to fill three, but they're also teams, even though every person on the team doesn't participate in an event. Right. You got to fill all that in. So you're right. You get, you get all the, the hits, but then, right, you're digging for like Babu. Snidely and Whipley never compete. No. They're, they're just the announcers. Just yep. Uh, yeah. Uh, Snaggle, Sna- uh, Snagglepuss and Mildew never yeah. competing. No. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You got people messing with the, the competition. <laughs> That's their contribution. It's great. It's a huge mess. Yeah. I want to be a part of it. I want to be there. <laughs> I feel like we could, if we redid the show, we just write in more more characters. And just, just hang out. Just to hang out with yeah. all this. It would just be a blast. Maybe we should start that event. We should start, like, the main Laugh Olympics. I will say- Make, uh, make comedians do it uh, increasingly friend, embarrassing. Friend of the tests. show, Jack Slattery- uh, he uh, he he used to have this idea of do he wanted to do a wacky races yeah in Portland on rollerblades oh god and you could create your own uh like vehicle yeah with like, like build a cardboard or something around yeah, you and like you could have like Nerf guns on it or something so you're messing with people all right and then you would like you know race around Deering Oaks Park that on seems rollerblades. like a Laugh Olympics event come and to you life. would have to like. <laughs> You know, like shoot people and like cheat and just like have a yeah, ball. Yeah, I I like that idea. I would I'm be, on board. I would be the commentator. Oh, that'd be perfect. Yeah, here he comes. Don't you know? <laughs> you gotta do if you do over the the snagglepuss yeah. the whole time. Yeah, right. We get you like a stand, like a one of those you know broadcaster stands. He's coming stand. down the <laughs> down the home stretch. Up into the duck pond. <laughs> Yeah, make people swim the pond in Deering Oaks Park. Yeah. Add yeah. all sorts of stuff to it. I like that idea. Uh, uh, upset the Rottens win the uh, carpet competition. Yeah, there was a little, you know. Flying carpet? I didn't write Yeah, it was a flying carpet race. Yeah. There was some, you know, some shenanigans, as expected, with some moths that ate the, the yes, carpet. that ate his butt out. Yeah. <laughs> ate the outline of and, his butt. Correct. Yeah, it wasn't quite and, that detailed. Well, and so that was the big thing because... Uh, Abu Babu fell into Grape Ape's uh, yes. carpet. They could have had the opportunity to win, but the, they fell into the hangar of the famous overloaded airport. <laughs> right? Was that is that the the know. famous thing of Baghdad at the time? The airport? <laughs> it's not anymore. <laughs> yeah, and there are a couple of things. Eighty-five. Happened. Yeah, I'm sure. Uh, <laughs> but uh, they didn't finish at all. No, zero points. 
Right. The two teams, they gave him zero points. This got uh, the Rottens very close. They, yeah, I was starting to get worried. <laughs> I was starting to get concerned, like You're they might pull right. it off. You you felt, you felt uh, do you think there were those kids, though, at the time, who were rooting for the Rottens? Who were like, yeah, I'm a bad kid. I like these baddies. I like that they don't take no shit from no one. Maybe. Like, I, I wouldn't be too disturbed about it because the, the baddies don't really, they don't do anything really awful. Sure. They tinker with the things like, he didn't, like, fill the the lacrosse ball thing full of, like, grenades or things that, yeah, like, actually kill anybody. It's, it's mischievous. Yeah. Yeah. I also like that my ba- my bad kid was, the, like, uh, the baby from uh, uh, Roger Rabbit. <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah. I, these, these, I like the look of these guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's just some kid. Hey, just advanced for his age. Miss Smith, I need I needs to go to the bathroom. Uh, okay, right. uh, Bobby, uh, you need to wait your turn. Look, I really's got to go. You gonna have a guy like that in your high school? No. We had we had one. I wish I did. Did you get PG kids? They would do a postgraduate yes. year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we, yeah, we had a f- couple of football players like that, and one was named Frank, which is like, <laughs> it's like an adult name for a high school as it is. But also, you know? like, like, his name is Francis, right? Probably. Yeah. He just went by. And he's he, like, I'm he's, going I'm by Frank. Frank. Yeah. And he had, like, he had, he had, a, like, a beard going, and I'm pretty sure at a football game, I heard somebody in the stands yell, go dad. <laughs> like, <I> think, <laughs> But he was, yeah, he was like, he was already an adult. Like, <laughs> was, he talked like that. Uh, we had a, uh, we had a few postgrads at my high school, and it was always entertaining. <laughs> it was an interesting affair. I used to make fun of it, but now I'm like, wait, I could have done another year in high school. Like that wouldn't have been. Oh, I was ready. I would have had to go to a different high school though. Like, not among the yeah, same, yeah. yeah, the same kids. You would have come to Tilton. <laughs> to an exchange here. <laughs> <laughs> a semester abroad. Yeah. Uh, Just at a different... I'm leaving Connecticut to go to New Hampshire. <laughs> yeah. What's this Proctor about? <laughs> what, is, what is this all about? What do you guys do? <laughs> What's happening over here? Oh, you guys have trees? <laughs> yeah, cool. Hills! I'm into these hills. Nice. Uh, uh, and then the Indian rope climbing, uh, which, uh, right? Didn't... Uh, yeah. uh, 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 the oh. dog. Uh, what the hell's his name? Blue Mecha- Falcon, the mechanical and, dog. Uh, it's the mutt. What is he? Super mutt. Nope. Dino mutt. Dino mutt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. His robotic legs were a help there. Who's also just a ripoff of uh, Bullwinkle, which I love, and I feel like kind of a Jetsons ripoff a little bit there too. Like oh, those Rose, Astro, Rosie's limbs, and yeah, yeah like a a robotic Astro. Yeah, yeah. But the voice, uh, absolutely BF. <laughs> like you know, like hey Rocky. You yeah. Know? Watch me pull a rabbit out of my hat. Uh, I love that that happens. Uh, but they go through all the puns. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of limb-related puns. What? Oh, this was the most insane thing of the whole episode, though, because this is where they did a cut to of why Yogi Bear was going to be so good at this. Yeah. And he... Uh, climb, uh, climbed a sequoia. Climbed a sequoia, and then does an impression of Snagglepuss, yeah. 
which is so so like the classic thing in um uh voiceoverdom is people talk about Mel Blanc yeah in the uh classic rabbit season duck season episode sure it's um Bugs Bunny and Daffy and Bugs Bunny does a Daffy impression and Daffy does a Bugs Bunny impression yeah all of this is Mel Blanc right so this is uh Dawes Butler as Yogi Bear doing a Snagglepuss yeah. impression, which is another Dawes Butler character. Yeah. It's deep. And it was great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, un, unprompted, too. Like, there really was no reason for him to talk like Snagglepuss. He might have just done it. Yeah. Improvised. And, like, and they we'll were just, like, all right. We'll write it cool. in. We'll, we'll figure it out. <laughs> it was like the Tropic Thunder moment of him. He's a dude <laughs> playing a dude. You don't know the duty is. <laughs> he forgot. For some odd reason, the thing that always sticks out to me about Tropic Thunder is Danny McBride. Uh, when <laughs> he has to uh, explode when the planes go by. Yeah. And for no reason whatsoever, he just like pulls out the explosive buttons and he just goes, big ass titties. Boom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It was the dumbest line, and it cracks me up every time. <laughs> There's no reason for him to have said that. But no! Yeah. It's great! They probably let him improvise, like, yeah, whatever you want. Yeah, uh, uh, and when you hit the button, say something. I would have loved to see the bloopers, like, of him just going through all these wacky catchphrases <laughs> like before he, like, which row. one, yeah, like, which one's gonna stick? Big ass <laughs> Jelly beans on rye! Boom! <laughs> <laughs> Gotta try them all. Try them out. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta catch them all. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, oh, I resemble that. That's a uh, that's yep. like a gag I do all the time. Yeah. Uh, instead of I resent, that. I resent that. I resemble that. I resemble that. that. Yeah. I I resemble that, that. Mark. That's a great. Yeah, I'll own your insult. Yeah. It's a sense of pride for me. Yeah, it's also just like a funny. It's a. It, that's yeah. like an old school like vaudeville gag. Oh, totally. That I feel like doesn't. Uh, Definitely doesn't translate these days, but I just love yeah, it. Yeah, it's like a dad joke. My dad used to make yeah. that comment. I resemble hey, that remark. I resemble that. I resemble that remark. <laughs> <laughs> it's fun. Uh, Dickie Dalton. Don't remember that was. Oh, he was the guy who didn't win because uh, they pulled him up by his pants. Yes. He was climbing two ropes to make a rope ladder. Yeah. And there was a... Uh, the Dalton helicopter Brothers. was... I don't... That was from something. I don't remember what. Not wrestling. That was the the Duggan brothers, right? No, the Duggan <laughs> brothers. Like a, yeah, yeah. The Duggan brothers. Okay, uh, but that was a, a Hanna Barbera thing. I just don't remember the rabble. The rednecks. Thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Why he looked like Mongo from Blazing Saddles? Like they turned him into a cartoon. Baby, I am not from Havana. <laughs> <laughs> Bitter. Baby, <laughs> there are so I many lines that from that movie that I cannot quote. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You, like you had, I feel like you need to have a, like a business card or something. Like I am quote, I'm about to quote Blazing Saddles. <laughs> I am not using it on my own. It How is... much have I told you to wash up after weekly cross burnings? <laughs> Look, it's coming off. <laughs> hey, where oh, do white so, women at? So genius. <laughs> what was the thing? Uh, it. Uh, not a Blazing Saddles, but I had a Spaceballs one the other day at work where somebody asked me to find something, and they were like, hey, did you find that? And I just like poked my head out and went, we ain't found shit! <laughs> <laughs> 
I was so happy that I got to do that. <laughs> was it appreciated? Did they? Yes. Okay. Yes. And uh, <laughs> I can't remember what happened, but because of that, he said something about like, oh, yeah, you and the other dude who were doing that. It was like that thing in Spaceballs. And I got to be like, because we were both black. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. <laughs> it was uh, perfect. Uh, well, we're nearing the end. Yeah. And this podcast only has one segment. <laughs> we are star stuff at the universe's test. Does this pass the Sagan test? Famed philosopher of science and scientist himself, Carl Sagan, once said that he wanted an adult version of Scooby-Doo because it endorsed skepticism and the scientific method. Does this episode pass the Sagan test? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> like, there's, there's no, it's not, it's not really encouraging any sort of science or rule-based thinking because it's... It's so lawless. Like, sure. there's no structure to the games. Um, it promotes some inquiry into things like lacrosse. <laughs> <laughs> what you're, is lacrosse? You're intrigued at looking yeah. more into. Yeah, but science, like scientific method, and like studying things, and and that, especially I feel like, how balls move out of a machine. Yeah, definitely not. no, the laws of physics were suspended for much of this. I mean, the whole flying carpet part. That's well, yeah. they're magic. One of them had jets on it. Yeah, I'll give it that. You know, rabbit uh, with a, a rabbit that made propeller, propeller sounds. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> whose ears were sp- yeah. It's... Again, another character whose only comment is his own name. That's, that's all he does. He pops out of the hat, makes a vomit sound, and goes back in. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I not a lot of whole science. A whole lot of science in that one. Yeah. All right. I'm fine with a no. Yeah. All right. That's my answer. No. Done. <laughs> uh, well, Regan, this has been phenomenal. It's been a lot of fun. This is great. Thank you so much. Uh, do you have anything in the way of pimpage? Oh, Jesus. This is going to be... Mm, I don't know when this is going to be released. Yeah. Pretty soon. I'll be appearing in Lewiston District Court on Thursday. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I got an appearance in. Uh, I'll be representing probate court. Yeah, I always have to like clarify the, that part. Like, it's not for me. me. It's somebody else. It's it's for them. Um, I just, I don't. I got a couple things coming up. There's a comedy event in May 13th at School Street Pub. Great. Um, and I'm also working. It's a it's a work in progress. I'm trying trying to put together a show called Stand Ups on Stand Ups, where we get. <laughs> Stand-up comics sure. to do bits while standing up on a stand-up paddleboard slightly offshore. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm still okay. working All out right. the details, but if there are comics who are interested in, in doing that and who What's are comfortable standing. water? It's yeah. so wet. <laughs> the comics that are less comfortable with standing and are terrified of that, yeah. I want those people even more. If people want to uh, find this stuff, uh, do you have an online presence they can check out? I do, but like it's for my law firm. I will work on getting a, a comic. Get a comic. I need. To, I need. I, I, I need. I'm going Jesus, all in with the comic ma'am. stuff. Yeah, I need to do it more. I need to. As the work on my brand. said, you got to keep them separated. You do. You got to keep them separated. <laughs> I tried. I tried to, but at this point, I feel like if people want to hire a comic as a lawyer or a lawyer as a comic, we'll figure this out off both. mic, and then yeah. uh, I'll put it in the episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can do it later. <laughs> 
<laughs> can visit my MySpace page. <laughs> fax me uh, your details. <laughs> you can, you can file. You can put me in your file fax. <laughs> yeah, I'll give you a little card for your Rolodex. Um, uh, done. Uh, excellent. Well, thank awesome. you so much for being on. Thanks for having me. It's been amazing. This is a lot of fun. Boom. And as always, to you and yours this holiday season, rhyming, timing, listening for the bliming? The chiming? Ooh, god damn it. That That was was better. What's With You Scooby-Doo is a member of the Stolen Dress Podcast Network. Visit StolenDress.com to check out our other Stolen Dress podcasts, blogs, tweets, videos, and books.